This week on Another Brother. So did you hmm. copy and paste or did you use it as an aggregator of information? Um, Summarizing topics and things for you. I certainly copied and pasted. <laughs> <laughs> so when I tried to spoof Dr. Doofenshmirtz's voice from a bunch of YouTube <laughs> clips that I spliced together, not entirely legal, <laughs> but also it's for my kids, so I don't care. You yeah, can it was personal yeah. use. An alien race of... Um, friends, <laughs> allies. <laughs> That's the word. Allied We're a alien race. race. Of friends. Brother over there. Brother over there. Brother everywhere. Another brother. <laughs> Do we need to figure out like a way to actually start? student hurts every time I don't, I or don't does it work like fine it. I always okay. end up just editing it yeah yeah for feel and it's fine okay. for me unless you guys want something uh, I think it's okay I don't really listen to the podcast though <laughs> <laughs> and enough. I just always feel a little awkward sitting here waiting for someone to be the long time pers- first one to say some first time listener <laughs> uh, yeah. so I mean my perspective on AI comes from like a creative kind of angle and i don't know i I don't i don't i don't (laughs) i don't think my opinion is very well fleshed out right now Mm. because i haven't really done anything to figure out yet how i can work ai into anything that i do but i do know that it has me concerned that being a podcast editor is not a particularly solid future right now because of ai True. I actually yeah. um, heard a story. There's a Beatles documentary. No, no, no. Queen. It's either Queen or the Beatles. Uh-huh. And they took unusable footage. So right. it was so there was one camera, one microphone, and it was these guys playing on stage. And so it's unusable because you you've got just a lot of background noise. You've got the guys in the back banging things together, dragging stuff around while the band's performing. Mm-hmm. But they used AI to isolate every single noise source in that really crappy old wow. footage to the point where they could isolate on the bass, on Whoa. the individual voices, on each individual instrument. And they were able to take this unusable footage and create an entire documentary using it. I mean, that might have been what Peter Jackson did for his Beatles documentary. On Disney Plus? What's it called? Uh, I don't remember, but it's eight hours long. That's probably it. Whoa. I think eight hours? It might be four hours. It's one of those two. That might very well be it. Peter Jackson did a World War One. Uh-huh. This is a long, much longer ago. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid English. <laughs> and uh, it was old, yeah, black and white footage, obviously, World War One, right, And right. then they recolorized it through AI. That does yeah. sound familiar. And it looks really good. And they added audio, AI, right. selected audio yes. tracks to play crazy so i don't know i i agree but from the creator standpoint the utility is like can't even imagine how ai is going to be used yeah so So that's that's what freaks me out i feel like an old man right now that doesn't know what to do with this new technology (laughs) and it's going to eat me alive well i mean we this, this is our second time talking about ai and the first time i had mentioned that disney animator and his response to Corridor's Cruise video where they use AI to oh, make yeah. live footage yeah. animated. The rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Video. Yeah. 
And you know, his response to the outrage is, hey, people, the industry has always adapted to new technology. If you don't adopt mm-hmm. it, that's how you're going to get left behind. Not because of the technology, but because you're not using the technology. Right. That's kind of largely painted the way I've felt about it so far. I think the problem is if people just don't figure out how to use it. But as far as ethics in general, yeah, to me, the big ethical issue is, well, okay, I just thought of a second one. One, when you're training it on the specific art style of a specific mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. whether that be music or images or, or, or whatever medium, I, that to me doesn't quite feel right. But no, I agree. I don't know because, right, you did not purchase the right to use or, but if you had a student, isn't this how painting classes work? Yeah, it is. Don't you teach someone based off of like, look at the brushstrokes, look how they layered the paint. You're not wrong. And I mean, the Disney style, hello, how many different animators are doing that? And I know er early on, there were some like direct recreations of images that the models were trained on. So like some researchers, I can't remember who they were or where they were, they prompted AI to, gen- I think it was Dali from OpenAI, mm. to, to gen- generate an image very specifically to try to recreate one of the images they knew Dali was trained on. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they were able to reproduce pretty closely the trained images. But it wasn't the exact image. Mm. It's pretty close. But that'd be like me tracing like what I did in third grade and fourth okay, grade. But can you sell that? You trace it. You, you. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I made bookmarks out of it and sold the bookmarks to my, but anyway. Okay. But you, you know what I mean? That's different, right? Because people, I mean, on social media, there's already so many issues of, of people. They, they post their work to Twitter, Instagram, wherever all these, I'm going to say it, Chinese companies take that art and they slap it on their products. And they're selling that mm-hmm. art. Right. But this isn't really like, okay, someone asked Dolly to recreate an exact image and it didn't quite get it right. So in that case, the metaphor is tracing it. But everything else that normal people use it for is just give me this image in this style. And plenty of artists will like go to a museum to paint someone else's painting to learn the style. And then they can recreate it, you know? Yeah. I think people are up in arms because it's so much more effective and efficient and optimized. Yeah. There's but no work involved for... I, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, is there a current precedence for human artists copying the exact style of a different human artist and selling their art with the exact same style? And would, would you be able probably. to sue someone for that? Well, you have like schools. This is why you have schools of... Like you have impressionist painters, you have cubists. But they're all kind of different, aren't they? Like in the end, are they that identical? I mean, I would... That's why you identify, that's why you can identify it as this is a cubist painter because his style is cubist. Style, but every artist has their own unique flair on any style. But I've never checked to see how specific to an artist the end result really is when someone says in the style of this person. Is it really in the style of Van Gogh specifically? I'm sorry, Van Gogh. Or is it just more or less an impressionist painting that it creates? 
I don't if, know. It's, if it's more just impressionist, then maybe for now. But if we can get to the point where it can perfectly replicate, okay, down guess, to the stroke. I guess this is the other problem. Probably, I think maybe we'll see. One, it's definitely for money. Yes, and it's so that's, just for the money. And the other, the, before the AI type situation, it's about becoming an artist. It's about trying to make art mm-hmm. of your own eventually. And maybe you're taking inspiration from their style, but you're doing something expressive of yourself in the process. Whereas the other is just about commercialization. But as free capitalist Americans, where we value the independence of people's actions and behavior. Okay. <clears throat> morally, ethically. Let's change medium. Okay. Yeah. Music. Music, okay. voice, right? Lizzie, okay. send us that yeah. clip on YouTube, Bing Crosby singing all these ridiculous songs that Bing would never sing. To me, it wasn't, it didn't, it was a pretty good replica, but it didn't sound like him, I didn't think. I thought the voice definitely sounded like him. Exactly. So that, I, okay, I agree with, with these. Those should be his, like the Bing Crosby's estate, his estate or his record label. Whoever was the last legal entity to own the rights to Bing Crosby's voice. I think in that case should have full legal right. Okay, yeah, so do I'm I. sorry. It did not sound like Bing Crosby because it was supposed to be Frank Sinatra. And it oh, did sorry. sound like Frank Sinatra. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> explains a lot. I thought it was supposed to be Bing. I was no, like, it's, it's, it's I mean, it sounds nice, but it doesn't sound so like these, Bing. These voice, model, <laughs> these voice models, you have to... So I used one, and I can tell you guys about a project that I have right now. It's pretty dang awesome. I hope to unveil it this weekend on our family trip. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah. The doctor guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> um, so when you train, so this particular company that I'm thinking of is called Eleven Labs. Mm-hmm. And they do really phenomenal voice models and you train them. And so you provide clean audio clips of a voice. Yeah. It could be your own voice. Of course. And it will train it. But when you upload, you have to agree that you own the full rights to that audio that you are uploading. That you own right. the rights? Yes. yes. You have to agree to the fact Not that, that you, you necessarily I own get the rights, okay. but that you have the right to Got it. Understood. use it for whatever. Yeah. So when I tried to spoof Dr. Doofenshmirtz's voice <laughs> from a bunch of YouTube <laughs> clips that I spliced together... Not entirely legal, <laughs> but also it's for my kids, so I don't care. You yeah, can it was personal yeah. use. Yeah. I'm never going to capitalize on that. So the company holds themselves, you know, they're indemnified. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right use of the word, but it's to the user who says, yes, I, I own this. Right. Right. I mean, that's a good way for the for them to keep their hands clean, I guess. We'll just say, uh, I'll just oh. say, so for that, like the developers of the voice training model I think are totally in the right. I think it's absolutely ethical, but the way users will definitely and currently do use it, that's where the problem is. And that's on them, not the company. I I, I still sometimes question whether or not that kind of a tool should be available to the public. Anyway, I agree. Not sometimes all the time. And, and my big worry about it is like political figures. Now you couple that with how amazing deep fakes are getting we can spoof video of someone talking as well as their voice. That's what scares me. How long is it going to be until, you know, someone over in Russia puts out this crazy deep fake of Putin that goes viral immediately on Telegram because those word travels so quickly on Telegram. Yeah, I think that gets into the, to another ethical issue because 
At the same time, we're also developing AI that can detect the use of AI in, right. mm. in all of these different modes uh, and medium. So the real problem in that instance, I think, is the consumers who aren't instructed or trained or educated well enough to understand how to question the content that they're consuming. And which, you know, talking with Shane, I think we need, that needs to start getting taught in like primary school, middle school, high school, because this is going to be an issue, but it's unavoidable. But we need to do that anyway, because look at social media. I mean, you're yeah. getting crap, which are AI algorithms feeding it to you as well. There's another ethical issue. Well, even the insane filters that Instagram models can hardly apply to themselves in video, they look nothing like that. But all these kids are looking at it and they think, that's what she looks like. That's what I need to look like. Right. So it's like right. we're, so people are already being fed just probably like 70% lies in their daily consumption of social media. Yeah. Even content creators. I would say most content creators are lying and they're reusing other people's content already. Just like AI might be trained on something. Here's a slightly different yeah. take on that. Back to politicians. I feel like a lot of politicians are really leaning into just saying whatever they want and leaving the burden of proof on literally everybody else. They Fair. could they could create mm -hmm. whatever lie they wanted at that point, practically, you know? That's probably that's probably considered a rhetorical device these days. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Trump <laughs> published a book on yeah. that exact thing. Yeah. The I, art of the deal. And I mm. I handed in an assignment about that. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of handing in assignments, I have used ChatGPT to answer assignments for me. Is that ethical? Uh, did it display any understanding or knowledge that you lacked? Heck yeah. Did you learn from <laughs> it? I did. And do you currently possess that knowledge now? No, I never do. I always data dump. Well, so did you hmm. copy and paste or did you use it as an aggregator of information? Um, summarizing topics and things for you. I certainly copied and pasted. <laughs> <laughs> and then also um, cleaned it up, did an edit, made it sound more natural and used it to spur a little bit of deeper connections right. and things. But yeah. it was probably, it probably made up maybe 80% of my final submission. Hmm. But I, I went through and I sourced it all. I found sources for all of it. That helps your okay. case. Well, <laughs> are you really wanting us to say we don't like this no, no, no. i mean like i mean that's another big it is because yeah, I, I do i think it is unethical i don't see how it could be unless you do actually learn from it because in my opinion the purpose of the assignment is to learn something and however you end up learning something while doing the assignment is all that matters to me but if you don't currently possess that information in your head anymore, you didn't really learn I from it. I possessed it as soon as I read it. <laughs> I forget pretty quick and easily too. I I'm, I can give some leniency that's, there. That's where it's hard for me. Like if you had just studied and learned it and written it yourself, would you still possess that information or would you have forgotten? So this is mm -hmm. why I think, I think because we're never going to ban these tools. Like we're not no. going to close these off. What has to happen globally is a paradigm shift in our perspective on knowledge and the pursuit of knowledge and how we educate people and the types of assignments that we give people, there's going to have to be some sort of shift to put the onus back on the student and we just have to adapt to the technology. But so again, back to Alex's point, kind of, who's that burden on currently? Who's responsible for educating the masses of how to use and how to recognize? Yeah. In college, the professors, they're not teachers. 
they're not supposed to be teachers. Like, that's the first thing you're supposed to learn in college. Your education is up to you now, kid. I think it should be in, I think it should be in public schools in, in the K through 12 system. Okay. So, yeah. All or, those things. Or should it be Agreed. on the AI companies least. themselves? Should they be leading the charge on educating you people? Know, that's funny because mm-hmm. I, they're the ones creating it. They're putting it out there. They're the ones who can potentially get us in trouble. You yeah, can't trust them though. So I had this thought because mm-hmm. we had Burger King the other night because crazy day. And and on the kids meal, whatever Burger King's kids meal thing is. Yeah. Probably just kids meal. On the side of it, there's like three cartoons and there's like fun descriptions about these three individual characters to make the kids, whatever, have some connection with these characters. And then at the bottom, there's this block of words that says, this is advertising kids or this is marketing kids. Huh. Just this like tongue in cheek. I feel like somebody was like, hey, you can't directly market to children. That's unethical. You have to put something on your packaging. And that was Burger King's response to the packaging was just like this snide tongue in cheek. Hey, by the way, all that cool stuff we just did up there. Yeah, that's marketing kids. I'm like, dude, (laughs) it made me mad because that's the story (laughs) I told myself. (laughs) Um, So I I don't think you can expect the outcome you want when you make the companies who are developing these things the ones responsible for also educating its proper use. I mean, Meta's not going to do it. Meta has already made that clear many times over the years. They expect the government to come up with all of the things to rein them back into what they should do. Which is actually what the CEO of OpenAI has been doing in Congress. Mm -hmm. He's been trying Mm -hmm. to create this scare narrative in Congress and getting Congress so worked up that they're like, okay, well, Sam, tell us what to do. What should we do? He's like, well, I think this is how you should, I think you need to regulate it. First of all, I think this is how you should regulate AI. And they're like, oh, great. You're our AI savior, oh, no. regulation savior. We're going to name you to the government board of AI regulation. What? Exactly. Good for him. <laughs> exactly. So guess what? He has the power to do. Regulate his own industry, thereby... Hmm. preserving his position in the market, Jeez. presumably. Or at least allowing himself to continue getting away with whatever he wants How to. How could yeah. anyone think that's a good idea? He's the He is the AI expert who is the only one concerned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's concerned. <laughs> He's trying to do his own kind of cutting-edge technology whistleblowing. And the only one qualified to understand it well enough yeah. to figure out regulations. Because certainly there's no person with a personal stake in the game who wouldn't be able to figure out regulations for it. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like Mark, Marky, Mark Zuckerberg guy. Yeah. Oh, please regulate us, Congress. Government, please. I don't know what to do. I created this monster and I shouldn't be held liable for (laughs) cash. Spineless. I mean, it should be said, we use AI for at least three different purposes on this podcast. So it's not like we're against AI. Right. Despite everything that's been said, I do think there are certainly glaring ethical issues that will need to be figured out. How about in the we near enumerate future? the ways in which we use AI for the podcast? Namely, one, <laughs> transcription. We use uh, DeepCram or Whisper, through, which is an open AI, to transcribe our audio after we have our final produced cut. Those images, right? And the on thumbnails, the website, the thumbnails. the thumbnails. And those crazy alternate history <laughs> stories. Crazy, oh, yeah. Which I stopped doing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, did you? That's, okay. That's yeah. okay. Because the uh, the AI provider stopped offering that oh, kind bummer. of, that sort of service. A free okay. service? Yeah. So, 
two ways. We use it two, two ways, ways now, right? Continue yeah. to this day. Okay. But can I can I tell you how I'm using AI in my current project for the kids? Yeah. It's pretty dang rad, guys. I mean, this is why I am such a proponent for AI and why I think it's so freaking awesome as long as people aren't dumb with it. So I took time. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a good lead in. Oh, boy. <laughs> I took Doofenshmirtz clips <laughs> from YouTube. Again, only for use by my children. And spliced it together, trained an AI model after Doofenshmirtz's voice. Uh-huh. However, the audio was not clean. So you got lots of crazy artifacts. This voice is pretty manic. <laughs> <laughs> the AI <laughs> version. Yes, he's the perfect evil scientist. Doofen already isn't unhinged enough. Yeah. Uh, this makes him, I'm kind of scared of this guy based on <laughs> the way this voice came out. Then I use, so that's just to create like a voice of one character. Then I, and that's using 11 labs. I'm going to cite, cite who I'm using. So that's 11 labs. Then I use DID, D-ID.com. They have a speaking portrait AI where you can take a two-dimensional portrait of a person. human figure. Mm-hmm. could be a live person. could be a character. And give it a voice. I upload the audio track. Will it animate the mouth? It animates mm-hmm. every. It animates everything in the frame. Holy cow! Expressions, eyes. That's amazing. The head. If I put if I put trailing silence and head silence, he'll move in the frame until it's time to talk, and it looks so freaking good. That AI image or that image I use for the character is oh, I can't think of the company now, but it's an AI image generator. Right. So I type in what I want the guy to look like. It creates the image. I use that image, upload my AI voice model audio track. It creates a speaking portrait. And then the whole script and everything for this entire game I'm making is ChatGPT. And I just give it prompts. It gives me all the script. All I have to do is do the programming, slice it up, put it. Oh, is that all? Just some programming? The burden. (laughs) (laughs) But I was thinking about that today. I could have used ChatGPT to probably write your code, seventy percent of the code. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Shoot, <laughs> I just <laughs> kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I just need to understand how it pieces it together and then make stitch all the seams. You know, just crazy. It's so crazy. And once you guys see it this weekend, you'll be blown away. Shall we be? to talk today about the current state of Star Citizen so that we can eventually get into what the future of the game is going to be. It just makes sense to me to start with what's going on right now. So are we doing the future today too? Or the future is tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) The future is the future. I I do have some of the near future ready to go here. So hopefully we can get to that. Yeah. So right now, The game Star Citizen is an open, I guess you'd say, universe 
open galaxy. Literally in this case. Massively multiplayer online game where everybody is able to play in a single star system right now, a single solar system, not our solar system. It's called the Stanton system based off of the star at the center, whose name is Stanton. That star was discovered in the year 2851, you know, supposedly in the fiction of the game, which is a hundred and a couple years before what the current year is in the game. I believe we're currently in the year 2953 in the game. Oh, wait, so a hundred years after discovery. Of yeah. the system. A uh-huh. hundred and some odd Ooh, years. Those move fast. Planets got populated quick. Stanton is a G-type star, which is like our sun, which means it's a yellow star. Mm. Nice. Uh, very Straight similar in composition to ours. There are four planets circling the star. Pyro? No. Dang it. Wow, you have been out of the loop <laughs> for a while. <laughs> they are in order of size, I believe. Crusader which is a gas giant. Hurston, which is a super earth. Arc Corp, also a super earth. And Microtech, also a super earth. Each of these planets was sold by the United Earth Empire to a different corporation. That's why their names seem a little weird. Some of them might have stood out as a little weird. Like Arc Corp? Yes. (laughs) Like Arc Corp and Microtech. Yes. (laughs) Each planet also has multiple moons that have varying uh, conditions, surface conditions, atmospheres, and things of that nature. There's also an asteroid belt called the Aaron Halo. I think it was named after the explorer who found the Stanton system. That lucky butt that found the jump point that no one had mapped before and went to a new star system that no one had seen before. Made his millions. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, I would hope so. And the government might have screwed him. Who knows? <laughs> he might have even been a, a government explorer, even. No, I just got a Christopher regular salary. Yeah. There are three jump point connections within the system. Oh, snap. One goes to the Pyro system. That's a star system, not a planet. <laughs> One goes to the Magnus system. And the other goes to our home system of Terra. <laughs> what? The Terra system. Currently in game? Which is weird because I guess that means they call our son Terra in this future. Boo. And not Oh, because the systems are named after the sun. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I might, I might be wrong. Solar system, Terra, right. Terra might be... I think I'm wrong. I think there's a... I think the Another. soul system is our home system. But I think there's a planet out there called Terra Prime. That is like a, the first, second Earth that we inhabited. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100%. The Stanton system is one of only two fully colonized systems in the UEE, meaning every planetary body within it has been colonized. Hmm. And the security policing of the star system is handled jointly by the United Earth Empire and each of these corporations' security teams. So when you're in their, not really airspace, but for lack of a better word, Airspace space, of space, space. yeah, <laughs> vacuum <laughs> space of of each of these corporations. They have their own security teams, but when you're between systems, then I believe the UEE handles everything. So if I get in a pitched battle with a corporation security team, does that harm 
my standing with the UEE? Yes, because it's still illegal. Ooh, dang it. Yeah. If you're breaking the law, you're breaking the law. What if they started it? Uh, then they probably had a good reason. Yeah, because my warrant. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Okay, so now let's talk about those corporations a little bit. Hurston Dynamics obviously owns the planet Hurston. They produce weapons and munitions and also work in materials processing. So they mm. generally process their own materials in making all of these weapons and uh, munitions. They have a so they have lots of mining. For it. Yeah, right. And they've got mining all over that planet and all over the moons in the system of that planet. They tend to have rather controversial employee contracts, so they're not exactly a great company to work for. Mm. They're, they're a little abusive, I guess you might say. And they're also known for trashing the planet. It, <laughs> well, it, it is a burning yeah. trash heap. It smog everywhere. It's gross. Kind of gross. Crusader Industries on the planet Crusader, which is a mm. gas giant. <laughs> yeah, they got gypped. Well, they produce spacecraft mostly so they don't need to land on something <laughs> i mean it is a little easier to get off the planet when you're not all the way down on the surface once the ship is complete so you know they're just making lemonade mm -hmm. out of lemons i guess uh they they produce mostly passenger and cargo spacecraft and components so they just have sky docks they do surrounding yeah. this planet yeah yeah you can uh, live there like uh oh corellia is that the one in uh star wars, star wars. The floating city. It's got like pink, pink Where we first clouds. meet Lando. They also produce some uh, military aircraft or spacecraft. Hmm. Wait, Crusader? Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Crusader yeah. Industries. They've got the Mercury Star Runner, which is a little ship that's kind of trying to be the game's uh, Millennium Falcon. Hmm. So it's got hidden passages, which are pointless at this point because literally everyone knows where they all are. <laughs> so they're not really hidden anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. What made the Millennium Falcon the Millennium Falcon was that there was only one of them, yeah. right? <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. Dang it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's true. I know, I know so little about Star Wars. I, I believed you. <laughs> the, while that specific ship is called the Millennium Falcon, it has an actual like. It was a production name. ship. Yeah, it has a production oh, name. I just can't remember okay. what it's called. A Corellian something. Crusader also makes the A2, C2, and M2 variants of the Hercules Starlifters. The A2 is a gunship, the C2 is a cargo ship, and the M2 is, I think, for shuttling military ground vehicles around. This is a pretty large huh. ship, but not it is, quite yes. a capital ship? Or Correct, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't call it a capital ship. It's uh, you, you might say it's... It's definitely bigger than one of our, like, B-52 bombers. But as far as comparing it to other ships in the game, you'd, you'd say it's something like that. Hmm. They also make the Ares Starfighter series of ships with the Ion and Inferno variants. The Ion has a single size 7 laser cannon, which Jeez. is large. Hmm. That is a big gun. These are small, single-person aircraft, <laughs> spacecraft. It's oh. one massive laser One gun. freaking huge gun off-center to your right when you're in the cockpit. I think it's to the right. And it's, it just it dominates the, the profile of the ship. And the Inferno, 
pretty much exactly the same size seven Gatling gun. Nice. And that one, I believe, is not. I don't think it's energy based. I think it's uh, solid munitions. What do they call those? Depleted uranium, kinetic. I don't know. They used to call them kinetic. Hmm. Anyway, it uses actual bullets. Material. Oh, gotcha. Finally, there are some other ships coming, but they're not quite in the game yet. They have the Genesis Starliner, which is a high-class, highfalutin passenger aircraft. And it's big. It's a big one. We're talking like a 787 Dreamliner Um, size. Probably bigger than that, but, you know. So just for like cruises, interstellar cruises? I guess, but it's... It, I mean, it looks like what you'd think uh, like a passenger aircraft would look like. It, that's what it looks like. Huh. I'm not. It's not in the game yet, so. Okay. You know, I hope at this point in the future we're still, when we build big old ships, we're still sending them off with a bottle of champagne right hmm. before they go. Well, you only really do that with like water vehicles, so I don't know. If These are s- spaceships. Yeah, it's true. It's and we Navy. call it the Navy. Yeah. Even though it should be the Space Force. Right. Thanks a lot, Trump. (laughs) Okay, Arc Corp. This company produces jump modules, quantum drives, spacecraft engines, industrial mining equipment, and terraforming platforms. They're uh, rather diversified there. But they seem more of your, like, blue-collar working man's ships. They don't produce components. Oh, wait, what? Jump modules, uh-huh. quantum drives, spacecraft engines, industrial mining equipment, oh. and t- terraforming platforms. Uh, so these platforms, there's a, a big platform that like floats I mean, in the atmosphere and blasts giant lasers to mine When or they something? say platforms, I don't think they mean like a literal platform. Oh, I think yeah, okay. Like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, piece of scaffolding you can hang on the side <laughs> of your ship. Uh, they used <laughs> they used urban development theory created by an alien race of um friends <laughs> allies <laughs> that's the word allied alien race, race <laughs> to cover their entire planet in construction it's a it's a city planet like there's oh. no you can't land on any ground Dang. on arc corp oh arc corp yeah the planet Arc Corp is completely covered in construction. Huh. It looks like a giant metal ball. Where they got all that metal, who knows? That's what I was going to say. How do they... Seems do, like a waste uh, of metal. How space <laughs> construction going on? Yeah. I wonder if... Anyway, they took the core from the outside and it's inside just a, and outside. It's just a sci-fi archetype. You got to yeah, have an entire city planet. Yeah, I dig it. It's fair. Microtech, the company, produces PC devices, personal computing devices, Namely, Moby Glass, which every player uh, in the game has. Yeah. Kind of leads you to believe pretty much every person in the game has one. Spacecraft computers. Can I upgrade my computer? Is You'll eventually be able to, yes. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, Electronic data pads and other consumer electronics. And they are, thanks to Moby Glass, the largest computer and software developer in the UEE. <laughs> I believe Jeez. that. They're the apple of Star Citizen. Yeah. And in the Stanton system right now, you can... There there are a number of different careers that you can participate in. I've got a list of all of the ones that you can currently do and the ones that they intend to 
release. Uh, release, and I'm going to try and separate them out right now as mm. we're reading. Bounty hunting. There mm. are definitely bounty hunting missions right now. On Sorry, against other players or against AI? Both. Nice. Cargo transport, trading, and delivery. Those are all, those are three different types of missions going on. Not right. really missions, okay. but careers. Cargo transport and trading, I kind of consider to be more or less the same thing. And delivery missions are pretty lame. They're kind of like, you go here, pick up a single little box and deliver it someplace. I think it's a nice yeah. way to get into the game, though. Sure. Yeah. Low practice basics. Yeah. 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 You usually have to land in some interesting places, sometimes down on a planet, sometimes on a moon without any atmosphere, which is a very different landing. Uh, sometimes on top of a tall skyscraper on a little platform. So, you know, it's good practice. Exploration. I mean, it's not a well-defined career right now, but yeah, how do you make of course money? you can go explore. But yeah. for it to be a career, you got to get something back or else that insurance on your ship. True. I gets they, pricey. They really need to lay out what they, like they haven't laid out their thoughts on exploration as a career in the game yet mm. in a long time. And it's there's no way they're still thinking the same stuff anymore. I don't understand right. how we can be a multi-system civilization and not have, quite literally, universal basic income yet. <laughs> uh, politicians? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we've, we've failed ourselves, humanity. I mean, I guess you could say that some of these missions, while being also partly search and rescue, could be considered exploration also. Like there are missions where you have to go spelunk a cave to find a missing hiker. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you that's consider just that. Rescue. You can consider that exploration. I guess. Um, there are sometimes wrecked ships that you have to go to and withdraw an important package or find a missing person there in the wreckage. Sounds like the career should really be called opportunist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> can you travel through wormholes yet? No. And map it out? No, because there me, are no other systems yet. Right. To, to me, that's it. what I would think of as an explorer. Right. And it's a very tangible result of what you're outputting and what you would get paid for. High payout for that. They, yeah. I mean, you, they've talked about that, but they haven't outlined anything there. specific okay. at all. There are also people out there that just fly around looking for loot crates and oh, really? just take everything in them. And you can Sell kind them. of make a pretty penny selling the stuff you find. Huh. So, you know, that's kind of exploration because you don't get a mission for it. You'd never have a little thing on How your map or on your head you were, to tell yeah. you where to go to so find it. So you're literally it. just flying around. You eventually learn how to find these different places. And uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but but this game is scaled. So like there's actual <laughs> pal like space. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. minutes there, of flying. There are tricks. Hours sometimes. Like yeah. uh, you need to quantum travel towards this marker on this planet until you're within... This distance, then you turn off your engines, which stops your ship. Then you fly on this heading in this direction until this marker over here says this distance and, you know, things like it's that. It's kind of like navigating for the ocean. Right. That's, that could be fun. That's why they need to be breaking champagne bottles on them. <laughs> <laughs> Medical is a career. Oh. People can ask for assistance. Like they go into some criminal bunker to clear it out on a mercenary mission or a bounty hunting mission and they get downed 
and you can <laughs> your job oh, yeah. is to and they say and i'm dying please come help me and your job is to get in there no way heal them with uh, a medical gun yes medics get guns again yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know maybe give them a little backup but you don't have to the, the mission is just to heal them yeah and yeah that's uh, that's a crazy one that's emergent gameplay that's not a mission in the game like a, a player says uh, okay. please come help me yeah and yeah okay uh, I like that, especially with these guys, these groups that really are heavy into role playing. Right, I can just foresee so many funny scenarios. Uh, mercenary is another one. You've got missions where someone says, "Hey, this is our mining area. This asteroid area is ours." But someone has set up a bunch of turrets there that keep killing our miners. Go clear them out for us. That's a pretty common one. Mining. <laughs> I would say mining is the most fleshed out career in the game. And something about it. Sounds fun. I don't know why. Mining just sounds terrifying, TVs? horrifying. Because oh. you're sitting there. Yeah. Like it's sitting duck mining. I guess so. Yeah. You've got all that expensive equipment on your ship. You've got who knows fair. how much ore that you've pulled up already. And you're just sitting there. Yeah. Waiting for my Pirates. career. <laughs> <laughs> but they've added little complications to the gameplay where like certain elements will explode if you don't transport them. <laughs> Fast oh. enough immediately after. Oh, my mining. gosh. Like, the stuff that makes the fuel that allows ships to travel really fast, quantanium, you have 15 minutes after mining the first piece of it before it will explode in your hull. So you need to That's have cool. some idea of how long it's going to take you to get to the place where you need to refine it. So you know how much you can mine up. Mm-hmm. Right. To maximize so, profit. You know, it's Ooh, interesting. That's a Millennium Falcon job right there. <laughs> And also, different types of minerals need different mining uh, laser heads, need different... Mm. I think you can have little add-ons to the laser that, like, give it a little zhuzh here and a push in that direction. I don't really know how it works. I'm not a miner. Uh, Can you get loans in this game? No. Go. I mean, there are plenty of people that say... Like just get into the group chat for the server and just say, hey, I'm really poor. Does anyone have any money they want to give me? And they'll and just send people it. money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it happens all the time because mm. uh, mining makes you a lot of money. I guess I like the idea of mining because like you said, it's, it's very fleshed out. It's very clear what you're doing. Yeah. It, whereas True. a lot of these other ones, they're either really dinky, quick missions or like you just got to figure it out on your own. I guess I want my organization to be able to have like a massive game controlling effect on the server. <laughs> If I'm in an organization full of like mining ships, can we potentially have a complete corner on certain ore market? Well, mine are, it all up and just wait until those prices skyrocket. There are people hoping that eventually explorers will find uncharted star systems full of minerals and that information can be sold to someone, like the coordinates for that jump point, and then that group will maybe own the system maybe not maybe eventually other people will find it too so you've got this time crunch i don't know how that's gonna work yeah you could like you could buy like kind of like what china does they manufacture or they they found a way to like get say aluminum super cheap they just dump it on the market and just prices plummet because of this cheap material Mm -hmm. and then it squeezes everyone else out of business now i'm the only guy in the Mm. game 
I mean, and now you can and I strengthen my price, position. Prices back up. There is yeah. going to be a living economy in the game. It's not there yet. So that's what I was just going to ask. That's that's the. There will be live supply and demand, really localized, but also really general across all the different star systems. Right. Uh, that's not in the game yet. That's called. I think they call that part of the programming they're working on. I think they call that quantum. Hmm. And it won't control just the uh, economy. It will control other things too. Passenger transport. That's not in the game yet. I mean, emergent gameplay, there is. Yeah, yeah that, that happens. On. People say, hey, I just like phased through my ship and it left without me. Can I get a ride? <laughs> that happens a lot. Piracy. Yes. That happens all the time. I Gosh. Mean, I'm so bad at it because I usually get blown up so fast. <laughs> I don't know if there are any like missions for piracy in the game. I, I haven't tried to find it because I try to stay on the good side of the law. I hate going to jail. It's so boring in jail. <laughs> and if you're thinking, wow, you have to go to real you really have to go to jail in a game. What is the point of this game? Then this is not the game for you. <laughs> but I mean can I phase out of the jail? <laughs> if, if you phase through the planet Generally, you fall into the center of the planet, die, and then wake up in your bed in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Yeah. But with piracy, you've got like, there there are people out there that will role play pirates. So they watch someone go land someplace. Then they come surround their ship after they get out of their ship to go grab the box in this uh, vending machine thing. And then they'll zoom in. And when they come back out to get into their ship, they're like, hey, give us money or you're dead. That happens a lot. You, okay. You said role play pirates? Yeah. So like their organization in the game, their org. Yeah. They are pirates. Okay. It's what they do. Yeah. I'm no, I don't know if they're like, give us money. <laughs> but uh, you've also got players that are transporting cargo and you go blow them up and take all that cargo and go sell it yourself. Yeah. Classic piracy. Classic. Classic. Jerks. Racing has just started to become a thing as oh, a career yeah. in the game. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, you've got that should take off. You've got atmospheric racing, and you've got out in space mm. zero g racing. Yeah, that's sweet. That's yeah. pretty. That was pretty recent. That was in the last update to the game, three nineteen. Oh, what about any like? So you have like first-person shooter aspects, right? Yeah. Do you, do you have any like uh, careers based off battle that? arena, like kind of like the NFL, but for space sporting like dart yeah so you have like a dart gun or stuff not phasers. in the game yet okay that would be pretty cool there are completely separate from the game as if you're playing a video game inside the game <laughs> that are all simulations <laughs> and within that you can earn currency oh that allows you to upgrade the equipment that, they, that you're the using game. in the simulation uh, okay it's Doesn't... more it's more like jumping into a game of halo rather than this massively multiplayer online game gotcha yeah weird then there are some <laughs> updates to that coming in 3.20, the next update to the game. That just proves that we could be living in a simulation right now. We could be. Mm-hmm. And that's a simulation. Oh, yeah, that, that totally proves it. Yeah, that's proof. <laughs> it does. <sighs> I knew it. You've got refueling. I'm not totally sure that's in the game yet, but there are yeah. ships dedicated to having large tanks of extra fuel on board, and you just fly out to someone, hmm. says, I need fuel, and you fill them up. Nice. Pair is not really in the game yet, but the functionality is. I just don't think there are any missions. No, mm-hmm. no, like cop career or military. On AI just mercenary. Mer- mercenary. Mercenaries is, and bounty hunters as close as we get right now. Oh, yeah. 
reporting and journalism aren't really in the game. <laughs> salvage. Salvage is in the game. There is an update to that coming in 320, where the mission will be criminal in nature, I believe. Somebody did something bad in their ship, and people are trying to hunt down incriminating information about this crime that went down. So your job is to go to the wreck oh, yeah. and skin the hull off of it so they can't find the name of the ship. And, oh. and right now you can your only salvage... tampering. Yeah. Right now you can only salvage the hull and not the frame and not, not the bones of the ship. So Are you on like a cool. shot clock? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, I believe... You're 10 minutes until they get there. I believe it's not even like that. I don't even think it's like that. I think the mission is generated, and if someone doesn't find it and complete it within 15 minutes or 25 minutes, whatever, after it's generated, then, <laughs> then they got caught, basically. Yeah. So if you pick it up with only three minutes left, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to make it. Have you mentioned data running yet? That's not in the game yet. It's not. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to stay focused on what's in the game right now. This is a lot already. Yeah, I know. Science isn't in the game yet. Smuggling, you can be a drug runner. Mm. You can get caught by security forces or cops who will say freeze or will shoot you and they scan your ship and they'll find the drugs. It's really annoying because it's all it's a little too futuristic for my liking. They just scan your ship and <laughs> hey, you got drugs. Yeah. And then you they shoot you and you well, blow up and heck? go to jail. Yeah. You might fun. be able to outrun them, but then you'll have a crime stat. Right. <laughs> and then there will be a bounty on your head and a player will come get you. Yeah. A player that's probably better than you. Probably. In my experience. Okay, you that I smuggle people too who have like warrants out or something. Maybe emergent gameplay. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I'm I'm sure it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Good point, actually. Breaking prisoners out? Yeah, that does happen. That nice. that totally happens. That's really? cool. Yeah, there are secret, not so secret anymore, thanks to the internet, ways of escaping Kleischer prison. But if you don't have someone there to pick you up right away, you're going to die. Because there are turrets waiting to shoot you. <laughs> and you're in a prison suit. You don't have armor or weaponry or anything. So it has to be pretty well choreographed. That's awesome. Yeah. That is the current state of the game we call Star Citizen. Thank you. Thank you. Dang it, that's what I was going to do. Oh, shoot. Do it. You're going to do it better. Thank you for being our brother. Wow, did that we might just be too energetic, that? though. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll take another run at it then. Okay. For, for being, being our brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> that, the first one was too energetic. <laughs> gotcha. Production of this podcast is done by Alex Stewart. With music by Jared Poff and Alex Stewart. For show notes, rockin' merch, and other brother goodness, check out our website at anotherbrotherpodcast.com. Be sure to come back next week. And tell your friends so they too can become a... Brother over there. Brother over there.